Welcome to Next Step Student Success, a podcast on tips, tools, and takes for academics. Presented by the Office of Academic Engagement at Norfolk State University. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Felicia Mevin and I am your host and producer for today's episode of the Next Step Student Success Podcast. And I am super excited to have with me today a new host for the program. So I wanna introduce all of you to Mr. Malik Watkins. Hi Malik. (laughs) Hi Dr. (laughs) So Malik, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm gonna ask you a few questions so that you can introduce yourself to our listeners. So way back at the beginning of the entire project about a year ago, Um, Tristan and I, Tristan was our first student co-host. Tristan and I had a meet the host episode where we talked to each other and talked a little bit about our background. So we're going to do the same thing today. First of all, tell me, where are you from? I'm actually right here. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia. I've been here since I was five. I was born in uh, Bloxham, Virginia, but nobody knows what that's at. It's about an hour and a half let's say to the east slash north um, towards like the Delaware, Maryland area. Um, But yeah, so I've been in Norfolk since I was five. Oh, okay. So that's interesting because it's interesting how people say I'm from and the length of time they're from can differ, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Some people say I'm from and be there for like six years. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm sort of similar. I was born in Greensboro, North Carolina but I grew up in this little town called Coleridge, North Carolina. And that's how I, when somebody says where I'm from, that's what I say, the combination. (laughs) So what's your major degree? What are you doing here at Norfolk State? So my major is political science and my minor is in mass communications. Um, You know, just a mixture of both mass communications is pretty much everything we do in life. So I wanted to add that minor as well. And you are a? Junior, junior class of 22. Whoop, whoop. So tell us a fun fact about yourself. Tell us something that most people listening wouldn't know about you. That's a good one. Most <laughs> people, I, normally I say I'm a, I have an identical twin that attends university, but most people actually know that. A fun fact, I have an older brother. Nobody knows that. I have an older brother. That Shout out to the older brother situation here. Good. <laughs> yeah, he's like a year and two months older than me, my twin brother. But yes, yeah, so I have an older brother. Nice, nice. So what class has been your favorite class here at North State? My favorite class at North State has definitely by far been Introduction to Urban Planning. Um, I took it with Dr. Harold Hubbard, who is one of the best, if not the best professor in political science. He has a way that teaches that he, when he teaches his class, it makes it enjoyable. It makes you want to listen. It makes you not want to skip class. With all of that, it also allows your learning to be more enjoyable and also not as stressful because you enjoy coming to class. He has this unique capability of taking what we're learning in the textbook and applying it to real world. And in politics, that's especially in these last four years, like how as a professor, would you not talk about things we're experiencing right now and apply them to, you know, the classroom? Mm-hmm. That sounds exciting. And speaking of which, I happen to know this, but you mentioned politics. Like, what are your aspirations? What What do you want to do with your degree from Norfolk State? Um, my aspirations are definitely to be the chief of staff of the White House administration one day. Okay. And I'm going to work my way up the ladder until I get there. 
Hey, that sounds good to me. Let's do it. So what about student organizations? We have talked on the podcast about um, success being in the classroom and outside of the classroom and volunteer and leadership experiences being an important part of um, training for university students. So tell us a little bit about the organizations that you belong to, leadership positions you've had, that type of thing. Yeah, student organizations are definitely extremely important. They are where a lot of students get their foundation, and I definitely am one of those students. Um, in the past, I've had a variety of different positions, such as uh, I used to be a student ambassador. I was the vice president for the NSU Young Democrats. I'm now the political action director. I was the president of the Student Activities Board. Uh, right now, currently, I serve as the business manager of the Student Activities Board, and I'm also the president of the Delta Zeta chapter of Five Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. And one thing that I enjoyed about all of my organizations, which is why I chose them, is that in some way they are service oriented. They're about giving back to the community. And um, that's definitely something that is important and near and dear to my heart. You know, I hope that everybody else has that same nurturing spirit to want to give back. Um, but yeah, student organizations are definitely how people get their start. I definitely got mine starting off with student organizations. So, and that also fits really well with Norfolk State's culture and commitment and mission, right? Because we are training and supporting our students to go back to the communities and to help. And they don't have to, of course, but if that's what you want to do, this is a great place to prepare to do that. Absolutely. They have prepared me for limitless possibilities and opportunities. Malik, why did you want to be involved with this project? I'm so excited to have you as a co-host. So yeah, why? Yeah, so, you know, I was working in the Student Success and I still do as the lead peer leader. And, you know, we got to work together to a certain extent. I became Mr. Clark right-hand man and was doing a lot of a lot of stuff that was, you know, preparing me for like some type of eventually supervisor role, you know, life after college and administration. Um, so, of course, it, was, uh, it wasn't a question about uh, joining with Dr. Bevan. And then also being a mass comm minor, I do a lot with politics, but I also want to tap into that mass comm side, which is exactly what this podcast is going to allow me to do. Nice. Yes. So you can build your mass comm portfolio by talking about how you hosted a podcast. So that's Exactly. Because right now it's politics heavy, but I want to make sure I add some of that mass comm in there too. Nice. And who knows, maybe we'll combine a little bit of both, a little bit of politics, a little bit of academics, a little bit of communication. Yes, absolutely. So tell us about a hobby that you have or something interesting that you like to do in your copious amounts of spare time not. <laughs> in the very limited amount of spare time I have, I enjoy swimming. So in high school, I was a part of the swim team. I was a distance swimmer. So at swim meets, I would run the 500 meter race, which is 10 laps, 10 flight down and back. Um, so I recently just started getting back into that. That is my, you know, relief, my coping mechanism, my time to myself. So uh, I try to go at least three days a week and just go in the pool for about 30 minutes and just keep swimming. And I like being in the water. I'm natural. It just, it's an enjoyable experience. And it's definitely my release time. It's like when I wake up in the morning, time to go swimming before I get my day started. Nice. I love swimming. My dad, and again, I'm a lot older than you are, but my dad, uh, we used to go to the Hayes Taylor YMCA in Greensboro, right on the corner of the A&T campus. And um, we would go there after school because both of my parents were teachers, high school teachers. And they also had summer programs and he was a lifeguard. And I mean, this is 
a while ago, you know, before it was really, really popular, especially in our community. But he definitely taught us how to swim when we were little. And I'm glad he did. Yes, my mom got us started very young. I think she said our first swimming lesson, we were like 18 months. And she just oh. kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And, you know, me, all three of my, I mean, all both of my brothers, all three of us um, were on the swim team in the high school and just really turned it into like one of our favorite things to do. Yeah, that's before you even know you're supposed to be scared, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you want to ask me anything? We're meeting the host and it's been a while since I've talked with, you know, a host about my background. So you don't have to ask, but you can if you want to. Yeah, so what what brought you to NSU? I know uh, the people watching may know that you, you, know, you graduated from UNC Chapel Hill uh, twice as well as Harvard. So why Norfolk State? Yeah, so... Everywhere I have been in my career, public, private sector, internships, full-time jobs, I've always kept my eye on what we now call diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, I'm always the one saying we need to have more women. We need to have more people of color. We need to have more Black people. We need to have people with different perspectives. I always ended up being involved in that in, in when I was in a, you know, a minority in a situation. And so I had wonderful experiences um, at PWIs and other institutions, but I thought it was time to go to an organization or join a community or be part of um, a situation where I wasn't in the minority, you know, where, where the entire experience is about supporting our communities. So I had this, the opportunity to, to join the Student Success Center and um, I took it primarily for that reason. I was like, I took it so that I could support you. That's why I took the position. <laughs> so I came to Norfolk State to help to support you and Tristan and, you know, the quote unquote non-traditional students that Norfolk State supports. So I really am passionate about Norfolk State's mission and I'm passionate about helping people who might not otherwise have opportunities. And it was a really good time for me to, to do that. You know, it's amazing seeing that Norfolk State's mission not only like folds into the student life and allowing them to achieve their goals and aspirations, but it's also the same for the, the staff and faculty as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I love about this podcast, I get to meet a lot of different people, a lot of different staff and faculty and people I might have worked with, but I haven't really talked to them in this way. And if you listen to any episode of this podcast with dozens of professors and whatnot now, they all say that, that I'm here because I love Norfolk State, because I'm here to help students and support students. So that's a great point. And I think it's absolutely true. So what made you start the podcast? I know it was like your, your baby. You were the one who created it, came up with the idea and executed it. What made you start the podcast? Yes. So you had mentioned that communications is everywhere. Communications is a, see how my energy is just like, oh, okay, we're going to talk about my passion. Okay. My second passion other than helping students is communications. So I wanted to do something that was different and that would um, capture students' attention, that would show that Norfolk State has faculty and staff who are doing interesting things. But the main thing is podcasts are kind of hot right now. And when I was with the Student Success Center, um, we all agreed that it might be a really good communication tool to reach students. 
So we're always thinking about different ways that we can package information that would help students succeed. And we thought this might be a good one. I actually created a podcast about five or six years ago related to health services research. And again, the motivation for that was to have researchers to talk about their work in a way that would be accessible to different audiences. So I would have the expert to talk about their work, but then I would also have somebody like a student or somebody who wasn't trained in the field on the podcast. So the three of us could talk, but we couldn't get too wonky because there'd be somebody there who wouldn't understand, necessarily understand the technical parts. And so one of my motivations, again, is just to provide information to help level the playing field, to help students succeed. And I just thought it would be fun and it would be effective. And here we are. So it's safe to say that uh, from the beginning, you knew you wanted to have another student up here um, just to have a different variety of like answers, experience or? Oh, absolutely. And it's not just, I mean, to me, the student voice is fundamental. I mean, I would have a totally different conversation with faculty and staff if you weren't here. And it's not about what you can or can't handle. It's just that, you know, we would, we would engage differently. And so it is critical to me for the podcast that a student is always in the room as much as possible, not every, every time necessarily, but it is important to have a student host, to have a student perspective. So you can share ideas, you can help generate topics, you can connect with people. Also, again, the part of the whole motivation for this is student engagement. And I don't think students only want to hear from faculty and staff. I think they want to hear from other students as well. And so it also helps um, students to connect with what they're hearing. You know, so you can ask the question they might be thinking, or you can make sure that um, the audience fully understands what people say. Because, so, you know, sometimes we uh, professors and whatnot, we can be kind of up there when we talk about things. So the student host role to me is fundamental. You know, and I definitely think it, it will motivate students to listen more, seeing, like you said, students want to hear from each other. They want to, you know, feel like they're part of the conversation. So having a student definitely will, you know, maximize the amount of viewers you have or listeners for lack of a better term. As we wrap up the session here, um, we're not going to do tips, tools, or takes today because this was a meet the host episode primarily, but I do want to let folks know that um, Malik and I have been talking about what we want to do and we have some ideas uh, for some themes coming up. So we are going to continue with our take twos. So those were episodes that were uh, Tristan and I created at the end of last semester where we take a topic that was discussed or a tip or a tool in a previous episode and we come back to it and provide more detail. So we're going to continue with those. So Malik, talk a little bit about why you wanted to have COVID as a, as a theme this semester for the podcast. Um, yes, yeah, so COVID, as we know, is all very real. Hopefully sometime in the near future, it will start to fade away. But it's definitely an experience that none of us who are living through will ever forget. But I think COVID has for sure brought out a lot of the issues that we were kind of missing out on. So who would have ever thought that an issue needed more Wi-Fi access had it not been for COVID, had it not been for everybody being virtual, who would have thought to implement the VPNs for faculty and staff members had it not been for COVID? And I think that although those things, we're, we're glad those things have come to light now, but we also need to 
take those and for one, talk about how can we expand on that? What, what we have learned from this experience and what's the next step? How do we move forward? It's not like we switch a light switch and everything goes back to normal, regardless of how many people get vaccinated. There's going to be incremental steps to get us back to where we want to be. So it's, you know, it's great to have conversations and figure out and understand and hear what, what, what's next for the, let's say, subject matter experts from each field so we can figure out uh, what's the best course of action and what to expect. Just to follow up a little bit, you know, the focus of the podcast are tips, tools, and takes, and we'll continue to do that. But we want to recognize that we're still in a COVID environment. So we're going to be explicit about that in every episode, just to acknowledge, you know, the environment that we're all working in. And then as an added bonus for our listeners, you might want to check out what happens after the credits. And I will say no more. So Malik, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you as a co-host for this semester. Who knows? We'll see if we can get you to stay longer, but definitely for this semester. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm more than excited to uh, participate in this podcast and this opportunity. Next Up Student Success was created by Dr. Felicia Mebin with theme music by Dr. Cheryl Mebin and is presented by the Office of Academic Engagement at Norfolk State University. For more information about our production team, hosts, and past episodes, go to nextup-studentsuccess.org. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.